You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you're having a wonderful start to your Tuesday. It's great to be back with you once again, especially talking about an Atlanta Braves team that has now won five straight games. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, the Road to Atlanta Podcast, all and the Daily Hammer itself. All at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPower, SBN across all forms of social media, and also free on all podcast platforms. And the great thing about it is, is that no matter where you listen, it's for free. And if you subscribe, that's all we ask that you do, is just simply subscribe. If you subscribe, you'll get the latest content from us whenever it's available. And as a matter of fact, as of now, you have new episodes of both the Daily Hammer, of all three of the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, and the Road to Atlanta Podcast. So it's the time now to subscribe and enjoy. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. And the latest is this. Man, it's good to have the boys back home. That That is correct. The Braves are simply and straightforward playing their best baseball of the season, and the results are finally starting to follow the efforts. A five-game winning streak. The Braves at 28-27, and 27, being one game above 500. This is the best record in terms of games above 500 the Braves have been since the third game of the season. Now, obviously, there's still plenty of work to do in the division, you know, even in, you know, getting, you know, a secured spot in the playoffs. But you got to start somewhere, and that's exactly what the Braves have done. A four-game sweep of the Colorado Rockies, and it's great to see that the Braves' offense started to click in one of the series where offense was going to be needed the most against the Rockies. And there were even a few games, you know, it took the Braves a little bit to get going in games two and three, but they got going when they needed to. They created enough opportunities to where their pitching was able to limit the Rockies' overall ability to produce enough to allow for the Braves to finally shine through, and that's exactly what happened. But make no mistake, the Braves' overall offensive production certainly has been helped by the fact that they've been facing teams such as, you know, the, the Marlins and the Diamondbacks as well as the Rockies. But they also have shown now that they are truly one of the best teams in the majors when it comes to facing left-handers. And again, they're finally cashing in on run-scoring opportunities. They're finally producing extra base hits with runners on, allowing for them to make the most 
of creating run-scoring opportunities. But yes, the Braves facing several left-handers have, have helped out. The Braves playing, you know, against the Diamondbacks and against the Rockies, playing at Coors Field, all those factors certainly help. But again, from where the Braves have been in terms of inconsistency with their offense to where they are now is night and day, and the Braves are starting to show that despite the fact that they've struggled overall as an offense for most of the season, they still have it in them to be one of the best offenses and the most powerful offenses in the National League and in the majors this season. As a matter of fact, over their past 10 games, the Braves have produced 48 extra base hits. That is the most extra base hits a National League team has produced over any 10-game stretch this season. No other National League team has produced more extra base hits over a 10-game stretch this season than the Braves have right now. As a matter of fact, over their past 15 games, the Braves have had four separate 10-game stretches where they've produced four of the 10 highest extra base hit totals over any 10-game stretch the National League team has done this year. The only team that has produced 45 or more extra base hits more times, or 40 or more extra base hits more times than the Braves this year are the Los Angeles Dodgers. So the point that I'm trying to make is that right now, as of right now, the Braves' best bats are finally playing to their talent level, and the end result is the Braves once again producing like one of the best offenses in the National League and the majors overall. Austin Riley, five home runs, 11 RBIs over his past 10 games. Matt Olson, three home runs, five doubles, 12 RBIs over his past 10 games. Ronald Acuna Jr. got it going in Colorado. Dansby Swanson has been performing like a top five point guard over the, or (laughs) excuse me, like a top five shortstop over the past six weeks in baseball. With Acuna and Swanson, and Riley, and Olsen at the top of the order, though it may not be the players you thought would be there at the first of the season, the players that are there right now for the Braves make the Braves arguably have the best top half of the order in baseball over the past two weeks. That's how good they've been. So it will regress a little bit with the Braves not playing in his hitter-friendly parks, perhaps. But then again, it could continue pretty steadily over the next few weeks considering who the Braves play when it comes to the talent of facing Oakland and then Pittsburgh. And also when you consider the fact that in both games this series against Oakland coming up, the Braves are going to be facing Southpaws and the Braves have feasted on left-handed pitching over the past two weeks to the point of once again being one of the best offenses in the game. So Tuesday and Wednesday, tonight and tomorrow night, the Braves will welcome the Oakland Athletics to Truist Park. The crazy thing about it is is that this is one of the teams that you don't see the Braves play that often, obviously with the fact that the Braves don't play the AL West every year. But of course, there's a bit more. It goes a bit deeper this year when it comes to the Braves and the Athletics in terms of a few players on the roster who will be facing their old team for the first time since the Matt Olson trade during spring training. That is correct. The Braves, obviously, back when they traded for Matt Olson, 
They sent two of their top highly regarded prospects in Shea Longoliers as well as Christian Pache. Now, Longoliers has had a very, has had a, a nearly outstanding season so far in the minors for the Oakland, Oakland Athletics, both behind the, uh, the plate and at the plate, <laughs> both playing catcher as well as batting. Christian Pache has shown, has proven to be exactly what many thought he would be. He's been one of the more outstanding center defensive center fielders in the game of baseball, one of the most valuable defensive outfielders in the game, but he's been an absolute source of struggles at the plate. So far this season, Christian Pache is hitting 167 at the plate. Well, he's got a 167 average and also is is not finding a lot of success just overall when it comes to putting the ball in play with authority. A 167 average, a 215 slugging percentage, and a 235 on base percentage. You hope, just from the fact that he, you know, was an Atlanta farmhand, you hope that in time he'll be able to figure it out at the plate. But so far, the defensive value has been undeniable in terms of how special he is in the field, but it's definitely been a work in progress, and there's quite a bit of work left to be done when it comes to Pache producing at the plate. But perhaps the most intriguing story when it comes to the Oakland Athletics is the fact that former Braves top prospect Christian Bethencourt actually has reemerged as an Oakland A. You know, if we remember back correctly, he Christian Bethencourt actually made his debut with the Braves back in 2013. Once was highly regarded, was one of has been one of many top catching prospects that have come through the Braves uh, farm system over the past 30 to 40 years. Unfortunately, it never really worked out for Bethencourt, and he eventually would go on. You know, the Padres organization, among others, he would eventually try his hand at pitching, though that never worked out. But Bethencourt, now only being 30 years old, he's had a bit of success at the plate so far this season. Now, only batting 228 with a 278 on base percentage and a 327 slugging percentage, but his overall production when it comes to the expected results from his efforts, has actually been pretty decent. One of the best on the Athletics roster. Now, I don't know necessarily how much that says, considering, you know, how poorly the Athletics offense has been at times, but the point is, is that Christian Bethencourt has worked his way back to at least find himself regularly a part of a Major League Baseball team, and that's certainly pretty cool to see. So, the few familiar faces will be there potentially in the Athletics lineup once or twice over the next two days, and it'll be fun to see some familiar faces return to Atlanta, especially Christian Pache, who by all accounts is an outstanding, an outstanding person as well as talent, and definitely want to see him succeed, even though it's now with the Oakland Athletics. And of course, the other side of the equation is the Braves acquiring longtime Oakland Athletic first baseman Matt Olson, who now will be in Atlanta for a long time after signing his extension before the season. So on both sides of the coin, you're going to have players who are going to probably have a bit more emotion going into their performances over the next few days with Matt Olson facing his old team in the Athletics and Christian Pache and Christian Bethencourt facing their old team in the Atlanta Braves. But the other thing that's undeniable is this. The Braves should absolutely with confidence win the next two games. Not only will the Braves have the upper hand when it comes to pitching, Kyle Wright will be on the mound tonight versus Cole Irvin of the Athletics, who's been very, very good so far this season. 
but it'll be Kyle Wright versus Cole Irvin. And then for the Athletics on Wednesday, it'll be Jared Koenig making his Major League debut against Ian Anderson. But here's the thing. These are two young left-handed pitchers that are coming to Atlanta to face one of the hottest offenses in baseball. Now, we've set this stage before, as Braves fans very well know. We've set this stage before and been disappointed. But the point is, is that with how good the Braves are doing against Southpaws, how good the offense in general is doing, and the fact that the Braves are going to have Kyle Wright and Ian Anderson on the mound, you just, if the Braves don't win both these games, it's going to be disappointing. Again, I know that it, just no one look. It's likely that that they're not going to win both games, but with how much how much more significantly be, how much significantly better right now the Braves' offense is playing over the Athletics' offense, and with the fact that in both pitching matchups the Braves, in my opinion, have the better talent on the mound, the Braves should find a way to get two more needed wins, and you've got to pick them up. Again, I, I know that I've probably, you know, spoke on this point too much, but I consistently bring it up because of how important it is. And you see how important it is with the fact to find that the Braves are finally playing to the talent level that they possess. This is a stretch of the schedule. The Braves have to pick up as many wins as possible. They absolutely should win both of these games, but it starts with staying consistent on offense, creating and score and converting scoring opportunities, and supporting their pitchers early. That's another really fun thing that's been around since last Wednesday. The Braves supporting their pitchers early. When they do that, now they haven't done it every game, but when they do that, the Braves pitchers have a bit of extra confidence, and you hope that both Kyle Wright and Ian Anderson will pitch with confidence and get another good start under their belts as the season progresses. Going to be a lot of fun. That's the whole point of watching an offense play to its potential and winning ball games. It's fun. Hopefully the Braves will be on their game tonight supporting Kyle Wright on the mound and the Braves can get a needed another needed win and extend their winning streak to six games. We'll be here to cover it all on tomorrow's edition of the Daily Hammer. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power podcast, and the Road to Atlanta podcast all at BatteryPower.com, all at BatteryPowerSBN on all forms of social media and free on all podcast platforms. Just make sure you hit that subscribe button. My name's Sean Coleman. A pleasure to be with you as always. Looking forward to talking more Braves baseball tomorrow here on The Daily Hammer. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.